kiss the tail. This is your wake up call. Wake up, wake up. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother. We in the. Yo 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 Yes, it's Monday. That's Super Bowl right. Monday, man. Y'all finished blowing all your money at the Super Bowl down no. in Miami, huh, guys? Um, huh, gals? Oh, man. I had such an amazing time. Um, this is my son's first Super Bowl. For his birthday, he just said he wanted to experience Super Bowl. So I took him out here for his birthday. His birthday was December 28th. That's all he wanted. So I had him out here. I had him out here at all the parties. He had an amazing time. We took him to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl was just great. It was a great game. The only problem was leaving the Super Bowl. Like oh, 70,000 people leaving the Super Bowl. We had a driver, couldn't find the driver. Uber and ride share, it was almost impossible to get a car. I did something I never done before in my life. I had, to, I had to hitchhike home. We found a, a white guy. There was a white guy by himself. I said, yeah, that's, that's the mark right there. So she ran up to him and was like, hey, how you doing? Can you just take me a, a, the, two miles away from the stadium so I can get a, a ride And then share? you guys showed up? And she, he, was, he looked at her and was like, sure. And then she whistled and we all just ran in his car. Uh, his name was Doug from West Virginia. <laughs> uh, and he wound up just driving us to the hotel, and he, you know, we gave him some bread, and he was happy. He didn't want the money. He was just like, "Yo, man, you guys are good, great conversation." But we gave him some money, and now I'm here, man. So, so, let, so let me get this that straight. That sounds so dangerous. A Dominican family uh, <laughs> in Florida jumped right. into the car of a white man named Doug from West Virginia. Round of applause for Martin Luther King Jr. Dream coming true, <laughs> goddammit. This is what Martin Luther King marched for right here, baby. Yeah, he really wow. opened the doors. I was like, there's no way I would open the wow. door for, for three, uh, as Charlamagne would say, looking uh, Puerto Ricans or Dominicans in June. I'd have been imagine. scared because I'm in Florida. And as soon as I see this, I would I would not have jumped in the car of any white man in Florida, number one. But then when he said he was from West Virginia, I definitely would have did a double take. Oh, I'm well, he, good. I didn't know he was from West Virginia until I got in the car. And I ain't going to lie. I seen, he had duck boots in the back seat. I got nervous. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But, he, nah, he was a good dude. So, shout out to Doug from West Virginia. I know he, I don't, he definitely don't listen to this station. And, and, and poor guy thought he probably was going to get lucky when Gia rolled down the, <laughs> he rolled in his car. <laughs> sure. Come on in, lady. <laughs> That's what he says. Come on in. <laughs> she, she whistled and we came running over. <laughs> But it was a good. I had a great time. Uh, out he took a chance, too, though. Yeah, he did. That could have been a setup. It definitely did. But I can't wait to get home. I want to get back home. I want to get in my own bed. I want to see my kids. He probably thought y'all was a rap group because all y'all was matching. He's <laughs> 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 like, were y'all a halftime show? Did y'all perform with J-Lo and that's Shakira gal? <laughs> but we had a good time. How was your time? I know you was out here. Yeah, I seen you one Yes, time. I actually took my flight home last night. So I had to leave during halftime. I was hosting a party, so I had to leave and get on the flight to get back home. So, yeah, I didn't see all the activities uh, from them, but I was watching from my phone while I was on the plane just to see what was going on as much as I could. Okay. What about so. you, Charlamagne? What you think about the game? I mean, the game was cool. I mean, I, at least I wasn't rooting for nobody. And I haven't rooted for anybody in the Super Bowl in the past 20-something years because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. But it was cool. I mean, it was a good it was a good game. Chiefs won like I thought they would, so... 
It was good. Yeah. It was a good All experience. Right. The halftime show was good. Yep. I, um, thought it was dope. I enjoyed the Snickers commercial. That was my favorite one. I thought they could have went a little deeper with that. Because the world does need a goddamn Snickers. All right? But yeah. it was good. It was overall, it was good. That's the only bad thing with going to the game. You don't get to see the commercials. Right. Like, and that's the only thing that I really, really missed. I, I just seen the opening. I don't know if that, that was a commercial with the, with the young boy. That was definitely a commercial. That was, oh, that, was, yeah. that was the dopest thing. They showed that on the screen and he ran out in the field. That was that commercial was dope. That I was, was like, definitely a commercial. That was a great one. I, all right, something. I don't know what it was, but it was on TV. It was on TV. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about, Yee? Well, we'll talk about a lot of NFL activities. We'll tell you uh, one commercial that I thought was pretty good, too, because they did make history at this Super Bowl yesterday, and we'll tell you why. All right, and one thing about tickets for the Super Bowl, they say usually tickets go down in price when it gets closer to the actual game. This was the first time they said the tickets actually went up in price. Hmm. That people were stuck outside because they thought they were going to pay a couple hundred dollars or maybe a thousand for tickets, but couldn't. couldn't but we'll talk it about happen. it. We'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 31 to 20 in a comeback game. Comeback game came in the fourth quarter. Great game. I was actually there live. It was great to see, great to experience. I hope you guys got a chance to see it and didn't fall asleep. I know a lot of people went to sleep halftime, but it was a great game. Yeah, and I'm glad that the Kansas City Chiefs did win, though, because I'm tired of seeing um, uh, black quarterbacks choking the Super Bowl. So I was glad to see uh, Pat Mahomey pull that out. They said it's their first win in 50 years, right? Yeah, first win in 50 years. He's a light-skinned brother, too, so congratulations to him. Oh, he's biracial. All right, now they're also Slice. talking about, of course, how many people are not at work this morning. An estimated 17.5 million people already, uh, they plan to not come to work. 11 million got permission. The rest of the people are planning to call in sick. I mean, I don't understand why the day after the Super Bowl or Election Day aren't national holidays. Yes, anymore. I agree. The day after the Super Bowl and Election Day should be national holidays in America. The discussions Absolutely. are moving it to Saturday or having Monday be a holiday. Monday should be a holiday. Monday should be a holiday. Nobody should be at work today. The day after the Super Bowl and Election Day should be holidays. All right, now, Shakira, everybody was talking about what she did during the Super Bowl halftime show. And there's been a lot of memes of this. <laughs> <laughs> that is her tongue moving very quickly. That was her ode to Africa. All right, but um, actually what they said was that that was referencing her Middle Eastern heritage. Okay. It's called Zagrota. It's a way to express joy or happiness in Arab culture. Elements of it can also be found in other cultures, even as far as music in the Balkans. I respected it. I mean, it, it, it added to the energy and the liveliness of her show. Her show was already high energy. When she did that, I was like, oh, she's having a damn good time up there. <laughs> yep. All right, also Jennifer Lopez's daughter, Emmy, she performed during the Super Bowl halftime show as well. Let's get J-Lo's daughter? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that it. was Shakira. I thought she came back out. Shakira was on the drums oh, at that, that point. Yeah, that was J-Lo's daughter. She killed it, too. Question, since Drum, explain something to me, since you're the Puerto Rican in the room, proudly repping your jersey this morning, because you were so proud of that performance yes, yesterday. Yep. Why Why didn't Cardi B come out uh, to that song, the I Like It Like That? I think it was Turn your goddamn mic on. How you the boy up and don't have your mic on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Somebody disconnected our microphones, do. okay? All right. Uh, so I think that would be the easy thing to do. So they brought out Bad Bunny, I think, because he's the one holding it down for Puerto Rico, the culture. He's the new generation, the face so of it. So is Cardi. But ain't Cardi, one, ain't Cardi Dominican or something? Yeah, but she sings in English. She's, a, she's you know, at this point, it's a crossover thing. Bad Bunny sings in all Spanish, and he's a giant superstar. He's the what represents the new generation for Latin music right now. Oh, you know what I'm when it comes Cardi. to Latin music, you're saying yes. it's Bad Bunny. Right, exactly. Right. Now, Katie Sowers also made history at this Super Bowl. She's the first woman to coach in the Super Bowl. She is an offensive assistant with the San Francisco 49ers, and she's also the first openly gay coach as well. So there was a commercial for her that Microsoft did. Check it out. I'm Katie Sowers, offensive assistant coach for the San Francisco 49ers. I always knew I wanted to be a coach. I never saw an opportunity in football because I'd never seen a female coach before. People tell me that people aren't ready to have a woman lead, but these guys have been learning from women their whole lives. We have all these assumptions about what women do in life and what men do. I'm glad my daughter's old enough to see this and understand how significant it is. I'm not trying to be the best female coach. I'm trying to be the best coach. All it takes is one. All it takes is one, and then it opens the door for so many. That's dope. All right. Well, that is your front page news. I'm Angela Yee. It's crazy. Right. I, I thought Rotten Rabbit was cool, but I still wish Cardi would have been on that stage, especially since it's her song. She's Bad, Bunny, Bad Bunny. What is his name? What'd you call him? Why would you call him that? His Bunny, name is Bad Bunny. Bunny. Was Rotten Rabbit. No, man. Bad Goodness gracious. Okay. And Cardi was and there. Who's the Jay Balvin? Jay Balvin. Okay. My right. goodness. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Let's talk about your weekend, what you did. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, who's this? Hey, get it off your chest. Yes, um, I'm 17 years old and I have multiple sclerosis. I've been diagnosed in 2012 and it's hard for me and I'm going to know, does anybody know anybody that's out there that has multiple sclerosis that's going to be up going to Man, one of my really good friends, uh, her name is Verena. She has multiple sclerosis, and she actually used to be my makeup artist when I first started, and then things got really tough for her. She actually just came to my birthday party. She did have to use a, a wheelchair, and, you know, she's been through a lot, and I think um, she wants to discuss all of that and sit down and talk about it, but now she's in, now she's dating a guy who's really amazing that's been helping take care of her, but she has kids and everything, and her first relationship did not work out, and that was a large part of it. Wow, yeah, I'm 32. I do have two kids as well, a three-year-old and a ten-year-old. And um, my mom is sick as well. So it's like great job both for me to work, you know? Like, right. she's sick, I'm sick, and it's just weird. I'm only daughter, and I have two brothers and six nephews. I'm the only girl. Right. No, she told me that yeah. she actually was not coming out for a long time and kind of just not doing anything. Yeah. But then she hit me like, yo, Angela, I really want to come to your birthday party. I kind of have right. cut myself off from... Mm -hmm. Like, she, she started getting used to coming out, man, right? because she was afraid to come out. Not afraid, but she didn't get adjusted to it, correct? Right, yeah, so now she has a guy, and he was with her, and he was like, Angela, I love her so much. Like, she is my everything, and they, she seems so happy. So I was just glad to see her dealing with it, and actually, like, I'm making the effort now to just come out and not be so much, uh, you know, kind of in a show. I'm like, this is going to make you weak, you know? 
So I just, you know, that's good to, that's good to hear your friend like that because that's what I'm trying to just get out there as well, like how it used to be. All right, good. All right, I well, love thank it. Thank you for calling, Mama. Hello, who's this? Yo, Envy, what up, man? This is Larry from Hampton, man. What's happening? Larry from HU. Well, Hampton, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, look, man. I just want to ask Angela Yee, man, like, why it matter that the lady is the first openly gay coach? It don't matter that she gay. And, like, it, that never matters in America that they throw out a person's sexuality or... Well, I think it matters to her and to a lot of people in this uh, world that are LGBTQ that never saw somebody like them being represented in that position. Man, it's nice that you can everywhere. see somebody that looks like you doing something that you never thought you could do, and that's why she did the Microsoft commercial to just say that. But people like that everywhere. You got people that's gay for the day, they gay for pay. <laughs> what are you talking about? How are you gay for the day? <laughs> this guy's crazy. What amusement park is that? <laughs> I can go get. I can, you can go get a fun pass for the day. Listen, representation representation matters to a lot of people, and when you don't see people doing what you want to do that look like you. You know, it's hard for you to feel like it's possible, and I'm, that's the whole point of it. I'm gonna be honest; I had no idea that woman was gay until you said that just now. I thought I thought she was being celebrated gay. for being a woman. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah, I thought she was being celebrated for being a woman. I had no idea it was, the, it was the, about being gay. And the fact that she's the first coach ever to go to the Super Bowl who's openly gay—that's a big deal. Oh, I thought I literally thought it was because she because she was a woman. Well, yeah, both. I didn't hear nothing about the gay part. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Go with your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, Andy? This is Chris. Chris, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Nah, man, I just, uh, just with everything going on in this world and in this country, man, I just want to know why we still got reservations in America. You know, uh, especially something yesterday at the Super Bowl, not to take nothing away from it, but the Chiefs, you ain't got one Chief, one Indian Chief there representing anything having to do with that culture or what's going on here. It's like I believe we're blinded with a lot of things that's going on since little, since we've been young, and, and really understanding that, wow, we still got reservations in America, man. I mean, we haven't made no no forward movements nowhere, man. I mean, we still got a segregated society of people just like us. We think that, you know, we're not in reservations. We got our own reservation here. You know, we, we still living in reservations, man. I just don't understand I, that. I, I would have to ask some of my Native American homies, but what's wrong with reservations? No, I didn't say nothing wrong with reservations. I said it's like a segregated society. It's like, you know, a certain group of people are put somewhere in this country, and that's it. They just put them away somewhere, and that's and that's all that's going on. And, and like, no one's really understanding the impact that that has led off for years. You know, that's just all I'm saying. I just wanted to I, put that out there. I'm man. not I'm not Native American, so I can't speak for them. But I think they like their reservations because it connects them to their culture, the roots of their culture. I could be wrong, though. No, no, Charlamagne, that's wrong, man, because they were forced into these areas. They had freedom of their land, of all this land here. So what was happening was they was taken from their homes and put in a spot and said, here, here, this is where we're going to put y'all so we don't kill y'all. You know, more or less, something like that, you know. Now you're going to make me call uh, Queen Yanasta up here, because I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I want to know. We thank you. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, peace and blessings, world. How y'all feeling, man? Border party guy, what's up? Sean Stone, baby. Sean Stone, Sean Stone, how Sean are you? Stone. What up? Get it off your hey, chest, bro. Hey. Now listen. Yo, so, so which yeah. one did Trav kill? Was it Sean Stone or Porter Party guy? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Porter Party guy, man. Got okay. you. So he I mean, killed Porter Party guy. Made you start is, using your real name. Is, Got you. you. The thing is with me is you can't kill something that you didn't create. 
You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, only God could kill the body and the soul. You feel me? Yeah, but he killed your but, spirit, especially your rap spirit. You don't want to rap no more. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm so blessed, brother. But let, let, I want to talk about Kobe, man. I miss Kobe, man. Like, because I grew up in Jamaica, right? And I grew up watching Kobe a lot. Like, he was my favorite basketball player. And I, you know what I mean? I'm very sorry for what happened to Kobe and his daughter. And even those other people that was on the plane, uh, the helicopter. But um, Charlamagne, I was listening to that T.D. Jakes uh, interview, right? Yes, sir. And you asked him about how you could have faith. Uh, question, uh, sometimes people question God in that type of situation. I just need everybody to go read Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 and 9. God is trying to give us the answer to let us know that this world that we live in is not a good world. It's Satan's world. It's the devil's world. So every time that you guys are in a predicament, Satan is the one that's creating that energy for you guys. It's not God. It's Satan, the devil. He's the one that's putting you guys in bad predicament because he's the ruler of this world. You know what I mean? So that's what happened with you and Trav. <laughs> Satan put you in that situation, huh? <laughs> Thank you for that sermon. So <laughs> Thank you for that sermon this morning, sir. Always backfires on him, man. Get it off your chest. 800 585 We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about this speech that Joaquin Phoenix made during the British Academy Film and Television Awards. We'll tell you what he had to say that everybody's been talking about. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk bad boys for life. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right, well, Bad Boys for Life, the third in the series of Bad Boys movies, is the highest grossing in their that whole entire franchise. Very it's well made deserved. $291 million so far. Wow. Drop on the clues bombs for Bad Boys for Life. Is that worldwide or is that just... That's worldwide. Okay. Yeah, it was great. Did you see it? it made $148 million. Did you see it yet, Ian, though? No, I haven't. You know, I've been traveling a lot, but my plan is this week to see it at some point. So that is definitely okay. on my to-do list. And that movie's been out for three weeks, number one for th three weeks straight domestically. Well, time really flies. And shout out to Will Smith. He called all of us individually to thank us for the interview with him and Martin Lawrence, which is a classy thing to do. Yeah, shout so, out to Will Smith. That was really dope of him. All right, now let's discuss Joaquin Phoenix and his award. About uh, he, he was at BAFTA, and that's the British... Uh, Film and Television Awards, Academy uh, Film and Television Awards, and he was uh, giving a speech about the lack of diversity. Here's what he said. I think that we send a very clear message to people of color that you're not welcome here. I don't think anybody wants a handout or preferential treatment, although that's what we give ourselves every year. I think that people just want to be acknowledged and appreciated and respected for, for their work. This is not a self-righteous condemnation because uh, I'm ashamed to say that I'm part of the problem. I have not uh, done everything in my power to ensure that the sets I work on are inclusive. Oh, that's what it takes. Right. Know? And he goes on to talk about the lack of diversity. Uh, but I think that it's more than just having sets that are multicultural. I think that um, we have to really do the, the hard work to truly understand systemic racism. I think that it is the obligation of the people that have created 
and perpetuate and benefit from a system of oppression to be the ones that dismantle it. So that's on us. Yes. Man, I tell white people all the time, especially white males, you have to use your privilege to combat prejudice, okay? It falls on deaf ears when black people say it. So a white man like the Joker Phoenix, who's really having a moment right now, he he, he should be using his platform to say that. That's great. But like you said, everybody has to do their part and make sure we are being the change we want to see. Don't just get on stage and say those things. Actually implement some of those things. Well, at the BAFTAs, they nominated white people in every single major acting category, and they did not include a woman in their director category as well. All right, now let's talk about Jay-Z did his interview with the New York Times. And he says during that conversation that he does agree with Colin Kaepernick's decision to take a knee. And he talks about partnering with the NFL. And the reason why he did that was to expand on his message. So it's not just symbolic and it's not just a gesture. He said no one is saying he hasn't been done wrong. He was done wrong. I would understand if it was three months ago, but it was three years ago. And someone needs to say, what do we do now? Because people are still dying. And then he goes on to talk about the criticism he's gotten for his partnership with the NFL. He said, we didn't say, let's go make some money off the NFL. He um, also said that he is willing to bear that cross to achieve his goal. So now they have the Inspire Change program. That program addresses education and economic advancement, police and community relations, and criminal justice reform. And they also have those PSAs called Everybody's Child that focuses on people killed by police violence and other initiatives as well. And all of that is great. And if you don't like what Rock Nation is doing, then do something better. Like, you got to ask yourself, what are you doing? Like, those who can do, those who can't criticize. Create your own movements. Inspire change in your way. What are you doing except complaining about what someone else is doing? Yeah, no, you know what? I'm, I'm still confused with Cap, with with, the, with everything about Kaepernick. Like, I know Kaepernick was, I, I, don't, I don't think he was watching the game. People weren't watching the game. But didn't he, didn't he want to play for the NFL? Did, didn't that, wasn't that why he was trying out, you know, working out with the NFL? I, I'm confused. I really am. Uh-huh. All right. I think it, he needs to speak about it. I mean, it's not even just about Cap, though. It's just about anybody who has something to say about, you know, people who are actually trying to do something. Like, all, of, all the criticism of what, you know, Jay-Z and Rock Nation is doing is fair, but you got to ask yourself when you're doing all that critiquing, what are you doing? All right. Well, people were also upset that during the national anthem, the cameras on Beyonce and Jay-Z, and they were sitting. Oh, God. But it seemed like everyone in their section was sitting when I looked at it. So I don't know. Of course, uh, certain people that always want to hate had a lot of things to say uh, via social media about that. So, like who? Who said something? Yeah? Well, of course, Tommy see. Lauren oh, okay. did, as expected. Um, and, yeah, I'm what, not even going to bother. What you said is absolutely right, though. Like other people were sitting down in that section, including white people. So what's the problem? <laughs> and actually, they were both swaying to the song. I do feel like, though, they need to get rid of that national anthem. That's just my thought. That's my thoughts. I agree. That's what we should be doing, like coming up with a song that's inclusive of everyone because everybody knows the original national anthem actually was very racist. Yes, let's And it's a third verse they normally don't do that was based on racist ideology. I agree. Let's rip up the Constitution while we at it and let's start that over (laughs) as well. Okay. I'm with you. A lot of people weren't included in the writing of that Constitution. He's trying to, like, update that. But Demi Lovato did sing the national anthem. We'll get to that in the next hour. But a lot of people were saying that she did an amazing job. So um, we'll make sure we focus on that, too. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Demi Lovato sang the national anthem? I missed. I was sitting right down the couch. Yeah, she's singing. Yeah. I didn't see that. Demi Lovato was actually at the mall um, that I was at. They were so excited. They were like, Demi Lovato was just here. And they said she was very nice to everybody. I didn't see the Kobe tribute. I didn't see none of that. Did you see Yolanda Adams? Yolanda Adams? Yeah, she performed also. Do 
before the game started. <laughs> what was you doing? She, she performed before the game. Um, yeah, you didn't see none of that. What were you doing, nigga? No, I was sitting were right there or something. She, she was first. She was first. Yolanda Adams. Yes. I don't believe you. Let me go Google this. Yeah, she's she in America the Beautiful. She's dope. Yolanda Adams. Yes. Yes, she opened up the show singing. Well, I was there, but yeah, she started with America the 1, Beautiful. 1,000%. And you should have yeah. known this before the really? game even happened. <laughs> Yolanda, Yolanda? Yes. Yes. Six foot one, Yolanda. Yes. Open, Gospel singer. Yes. Open my heart, Yolanda. Oh, yes. Lord. The prayer with Donnie McClurkin, Yolanda. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. What I, Super Bowl were you watching, bro? I don't know. I ain't see the one y'all saw. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. All right, we got front page news. I'm sure we're talking Super Bowl, so don't move. Well, it's the no, we're going to be talking coronavirus a lot when we come oh, back. Oh, great. Great, great, great. Oh, All right, Yolanda it's the, did perform. Yes. yes. You thought we were lying to you? Yep. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the Super Bowl last night, hopefully you guys seen it. Maybe you guys didn't. But if you didn't, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the 49ers 31-20. What a great game. I was in that arena. So much energy. It was a great game. Now, I saw a lot of reports about some iffy calls. Is that true? Um, well, they they questioned the, uh, one of the touchdowns the Kansas City Chiefs uh, got. Um, I think it was a helmet to helmet call. A helmet to helmet like call. They, they call. did. Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, man. Can't play. Can't replay the games. A wrap. Sounds like a guy whose team didn't didn't make it like mine. But go ahead. What else you got? You? All right. Now we haven't talked much about coronavirus, but they are saying that confirmed cases of coronavirus in mainland China is over seventeen thousand people. And globally, 362 people have died from coronavirus. All but one of those deaths have occurred in mainland China. And they do say there's a new drug combination that treated a coronavirus patient in Thailand. So they, they said they have successfully treated one patient with a combination of antiviral drugs. Now, what's going on in the United States? Well, there are now 11 confirmed cases in the U.S. So they're taking all kinds of precautions, right? Uh, right now, they're saying that Americans who travel to China within the last 14 days would be sent to designated airports. That's to get enhanced screenings. Foreign nationals who recently went to China would be denied entry unless you are the immediate family of American citizens and permanent residents. So some people are saying that we're being too concerned about it with this whole uh, outbreak. And experts are also saying, however, that they expect this will become a pandemic as there is continuing to be infected numbers rising around the world. Now, a pandemic is a disease that spreads across a large region, across continents and even the entire globe. They said that coronavirus is spreading at a similar pace to influenza compared to SARS and MERS, which were very slow moving. So they said it's very transmissible and it's mo- almost certainly going to be a pandemic. Yeah, coronavirus is deadly, but day after the Super Bowl, most of America is suffering from Budweiser virus, Bud Ice virus, Bud Light virus. <laughs> yeah. All right, so right now in, in New York City, they said there are uh, up to three people so far that are being tested for coronavirus. So they do have they had announced already the first suspected coronavirus case in the city. Since then, two more people are now being tested. And what are the symptoms again? Because it seems like everybody's sick right now. 
Everybody looks like they have the flu, they're coughing, they have yeah. fevers. So w- what is the symptom? It's very flu-like, you right. know. So there's a UMass Boston student in his 20s. And if you recently traveled to China, to Wuhan, then you should really be concerned if you have any of those symptoms. And if you're on a flight and there's one person on that flight that feels like they need to be tested or they have any of those symptoms, they're actually going to test everybody. So this one student in Boston, um, he actually is quarantining himself at home. They said it was actually less of a risk for him to stay in the dorm and not go to the hospital because there's a greater risk to the public if they transport him and bring him to the hospital. So right now they're treating him in his dorm room. Wow. All right. So they said, everybody, it's possible for anyone to get a virus and become sick. So we want to make sure we are not letting the fear of coronavirus get the best of us. They're warning people to please stay calm. But right now there's 11 uh, alleged cases here in the United States. All right. Well, I guess that's your front page news. Yep. All right. Now, you know, you know, our representation matters. Why? Because our board up in here, Dramos, a round of applause for Dramos. He's Puerto Rican. Yes. Right. He's in here with his Puerto Rican jersey on this morning. He okay. is glowing. He's talking about how last night was the greatest Super Bowl halftime performance of all time. Right. He, he, he's already defecated on Prince this morning. <laughs> Michael is my Jackson. Favorite ever. No. Beyonce. Really? Beyonce's was amazing. Now, mind uh-huh. you, he's only 22. <laughs> Drum, tell us <laughs> tell us why the performance was so good, Drum. Why did you enjoy it? Give uh, us that same energy you've been giving us all morning. I got you. Okay, so aside from just being a great overall performance music-wise, the dance and everything. It had uh, political context, social context, and then they also used their platform to elevate other artists that are Latin artists to, to bring them into that mainstream platform. Like Rodden well. Rabbit. And, okay, you're going to show some respect. Bad Bunny. Bunny. Okay. Show some okay. respect to Bunny. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's out here shouting out the garden. This, this is not, this is, you know, he's no joke. Okay. Bad Bunny's already big, though. He's he's already huge. Yeah, but not in that crossover. You're talking about the Super Bowl is everybody. It's not just Latin. It's not just black. It's not just white. It's everybody. So now you brought them yeah, on Yeah, Evan, you know a Bad Bunny song? Yeah, exactly. The, the joint with Drake. I know Babs Bunny records, the joint she did with Dylon and Ness. No, Bab, no, not that Babs Bunny. Man. I will turn off your mic, bro. You better show some respect here, okay? Listen, but that's why representation <laughs> matters. Crazy. That's why representation matters because Drum is so so excited. Yep. And I told him about Trump's tweet. Trump said the performance was so good that he may not build that wall. <laughs> He's gonna let all the Latino. <laughs> I didn't see in. that tweet. Yes, he did. He posted wow. that. I think he. Po- I think it was a tweet and delete. Bro, post and delete. Post and delete. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's open up the phone. 800-585-1051. What did you think about the halftime performance? All right, call us up right now. Again, 800-585-1051. I think J-Lo killed it. J-Lo looked like she had that New York swag. Like, she just walked off the train. She's giving everybody pounds. She did. She jumped on the stripper pole. Like, she was back at Sue's, and she was doing all types back of moves. That, when was she at Sue's? I'm not J-Lo back at Sue's. Like, Why Sue's did was you just open. say that? I meant, I meant like, Sue's was open. Why did you wow. make J-Lo a former stripper just now? I meant like Suze was open. I felt like Suze was open. That's what I meant. Based on a true story, but not J Lo. Okay, I'm sorry. Like Suze was open. That's what I meant to say. But it was dope. They killed it. They they killed it. Oh man, let's talk about it. I thought it was a great performance. I don't want to like it though because Drum loved it. So (laughs) yo, don't hate. I can't help it. J Lo killed it. Shakira killed it. It was great. Well, let's open up the phone lines. And then you know what's dope? What I love. When they give you the, the little bands that you got to wear that changes colors, you got to put your hands in the air, and then you look at it on Are TV. Are you trying to stunt because you were there? Nah, but I was, I, I never, I, yes, I'm flexing wow, a little bit. Just a little flex. bit. Just a little bit. You know what I love flex. when I ran out in the field during halftime and put my hand up? <laughs> <laughs> Call us up right now. Let's talk halftime performance. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. 
add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Super Bowl last night. Halftime performance. Yes, and I am so happy because this is one of those times where you realize representation really does matter because Dramos... Our board op, he's Puerto Rican. He's got his Puerto Rican jersey on. He's in here yelling and screaming about how it's the greatest Super Bowl performance, halftime performance of all time. He's telling us, he said, hey, you darkies, y'all had y'all moment with Beyonce. Now let us have our moment. He did say that. I didn't say that. You did. You know what, though? I will say what was amazing. black and brown people. We loved how Beyonce performed, but we are also familiar with HBCUs and homecoming and all That's of right. that. And so if you weren't, you might not have gotten the full impact of it. And so same thing with J-Lo and Shakira. If you're not that familiar with Latin culture, with Bad Bunny, with J Balvin, you might not have understood the impact of that. I thought it was a great performance, but what Drum said was true. What did you say about the political undertones of it, Drum? I mean, you had little things like the the kids in cages, you know, representing what's happening with the border. Then you also had... Which I missed, by the way. Uh, them singing Born in the USA, and then J-Lo wearing the... Jacket that had half of an American flag, the other half Puerto Rican flag. So, oh, I saw the Puerto Rican flag. Yeah, so she's signifying the fact that Puerto Ricans are, are American citizens. They're right, born so American people citizens. act like Puerto Rico's not in the United States. Right, and then when Hurricane Maria happened, we didn't get nearly the media coverage that Katrina got, which was a tra- tragedy as well. But that, we were treated like second-class citizens, like we weren't a part of this country, and it wasn't a tragedy that affected us. Hurricane Maria did get a lot of people. Coverage, not yeah. the way Katrina did. It wasn't, but it was mostly because of Trump's lack of uh Right, but it was support. also, they, they reported false numbers about the number of deaths. I remember it came out like months later, the actual death toll all those things. So these are American citizens that died, and we didn't get the same kind of you know coverage that other people were getting in the, in the U.S. when those. So I needed happened. all of that to appreciate this performance. Like I mean, nah, the performance was yeah. still dope. I think I think when he was talking about what I think I said, uh, how come they didn't bring out Wyclef Clef or Ja Rule? He was like, well, it's not about black people; it's about Puerto Rican. <laughs> he didn't he say did. it like that. No, he, I did. Don't say he that. did. What Drum said was, y'all <laughs> always want to say black and brown until it's just brown, and then you saying where's the black? Absolutely, <laughs> that's what <laughs> you said. Everyone say black and brown because it's a catchy phrase, but then when there's no black people included in it, we can't. You can't support us with the way we're supporting you. Doesn't make you want to see Ja Rule though? Of course, but this is bigger than Ja Rule coming out there and doing. Ja Rule and White Clef were out there. Bigger than Ja Rule. I'm done. I'm done. All right, there was nothing on. Nothing on that stage. Black History Month. That is Black History Month. Damn, John, I think the performance was dope. They both killed it. No, it was a good performance. All jokes aside, Shakira and J Lo had a great performance last night. I don't know if it was the greatest ever, but it was great. (laughs) This guy. Hello, who's this? Oh, good job, buddy. Uh, Hi, I'm Vanessa calling out of Lake Worth. Good job, buddy. What did you think about the performance? Um, I thought the performance was really amazing, and I feel like it brought a lot of cultural awareness to many different types of um, people and demographics, and I look forward to next year um, to hopefully bringing it onto a bigger platform to make people more aware of what's going on within our society. Okay, okay. you enjoyed it. There you All go. All right, thank you. Hello, who's this? It's Cedric. Hey, what's up, bro? What do you think about the halftime performance? Um, I think it was mediocre at best, Spanish as hell, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was the point, sir. Not what, Spanish, but Latino. What was your, um, did you feel like Googling any of the artists who performed to hear more? 
Nope, because I couldn't understand him. Hey, our boy Dr. Drum has something to say to you. He's Puerto uh -oh. Rican. Go, Drum. Go in. Also, the black and brown conversation being proved all over again. Just, just see that right Don't there. Don't blame this on us. Just saying. Nope. That's one person's opinion. Just 800-585-1051. <laughs> We're talking a halftime performance. What did you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> I put the new 4Gs on the G I trap into the bloody bottoms is underneath Cause all my got it out the streets I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans I remember hitting them all with a whole team Nine, okay, that's a cause cause I'm all in I was waking up getting racks in the morning I was broke, now I'm rich, deep, salty All this designer on my body got me drip, drip And straight up by the objects, I'm a big trip If I got up on a lean, I'm a sip, sip I run the racks up with my queen like London and Nip But I got rich on all these I didn't forget back I had to go through the struggle, I didn't forget that I hopped inside of the Maybach and now I can sit back Deep, know me now, cause I got them big racks Cause I'm getting money now, I know you heard that Young on the corner, I had to serve crack Uncle fronting me some peas, had to get them birds back We came up on dirty money, I gave it a bird back Cut off the brain and I gave my the new goose Either you running y'all gang or your suit woo. Got a new all in Tim and that The new 4G's on the G I drop into the bloody bottoms is underneath Cause all my got it out the streets I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans I remember hitting them all with the whole team Nine, can't that's a cause cause I'm all in I was waking up getting racks in the morning I was broke, now I'm rich, deep, salty I've been waking up to get the money, whoa, whoa Got a bad jazz, daddy, whoa, whoa To venture to my toes, two twins, I'm them both I put in new AP, the water like a boat I was down bad on my what was you cause I know you turned your back on me just to get some wrecks I seen you swerve back, cause I'm in the black back New diamonds on me, a flash, just ain't Snapchat Cause I been getting paid Yellow diamonds on me, look like lemonade Got my baby mama, that new Bentayga Tryna get a dojo like a sensei Rose Royce umbrellas when I'm in the rain I just mind my business I got brothers that did the time, I ain't kidding All these rappers just talk about it, I live it Going up, I ain't got no sky living, yeah, yeah, yeah I drop into the bloody bottoms, is underneath Cause all my got it out the streets I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans I remember hitting them all with a whole team Nine, can't that's a cause cause I'm balling I was waking up getting racks in the morning I was broke, now I'm rich, deep, salty It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking the halftime performance at the Super Bowl. What did you think? Hello, who's this? Let's go to the phone lines. Yo, what's up? It's Mello, man. Mello, what up, man? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. What's going on? What you what you think about the halftime performance? First though, J Lo was not moving like a 50 year old woman. J Lo was she was moving. So was Shakira. 
But I got to pull a Kanye. I'm not going to hold you. I'm going to let them finish. But Beyonce had the best halftime performance of all time. We it's know not this, about, though. It's not about know who had the better. We're just asking about how J-Lo and Shakira did. They killed it. We could just Beyonce. say that they killed you it. You said y'all was asking who had the best <laughs> halftime show, though. You guys did ask that. No. We just First said of all, what that's, what, that's, that's what we do as people. Especially, We can't help it. We have to uh, <laughs> compare things to something. And, yes, it was a great halftime performance. But Drum came in here this morning saying it was the best one of all time. To him, that's and, an opinion. And so I had to tell him, no, right. it wasn't. And that's, that's how his the opinion, though. I can't be Black mad at that. In Black History Month. Like, that's right. Nah, that's it. That was, that was hard. You guys are crazy. All right, thank you. Thank you, Melo. And on his note, the political thing went over my head. I didn't catch any of that, and I didn't see backlash uh, for, for for the political stance that J-Lo and Shakira took. When Beyonce did it, it was a media backlash. Right. From the Hello, right. who's this? Hey, this is Mikel from Michigan. Mikel, what up, bro? What do you think hey, about the halftime man, performance? Oh man, halftime show was amazing, man. It was exhilarating, a lot of energy, man. It's like it just, you know, it just—it was probably probably the best one I've seen probably in the last fifteen years. Okay, in the last fifteen. The last fifteen? Yeah. Beyonce has performed twice in the last fifteen. <laughs> That's his p- opinion, I mean, man. I mean, I mean, she, I mean, she was great. Like Prince was probably one of the best ones. I mean, we want to rate them all, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, there you go. Was, I love Prince. Really we don't have to compare, yeah. but thank you, bro. We just asking how it was. I think they killed it. They killed it. And, and we forget about the fact, like somebody just said, J-Lo's 50. Like, J-Lo is 50. She moves like she's 21 years old. And Shakira is 43. That's crazy. Watching to make my knees hurt. All right. 800-585-1051. We're asking, what did you think about the halftime performance? Hello, who's this? Uh, China. Hey, China. What did you think about the halftime performance? I thought it was horrible. What? Stop. Yes. So your name's China, so you mad it was no Asian representation. Why was it horrible? <laughs> I didn't think it wasn't it wasn't deathly horrible, but I just thought for it to be in a city like Miami with all these diverse people, people like Trina, Trick Daddy, City Girls, Amara La Negra, any any black people in general up there, whether it was black Latinos or black Americans, and then you had two people up there. She didn't bring Ashanti out. She stole her song. She, she did not steal her song. Thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> I would have liked to hear pull over that ass too fat. Woo woo. She stole Shanti's songs, didn't even bring her out. She had, she didn't bring Jalula. It was horrible diversity. I will say Ashanti wrote the song for J-Lo. Hey, she I didn't steal I it. I, she it too. China, I don't know if you know it or not oh either. Um, Miami is like a majority Latino city. Like, yeah, like, like 70% of its population is Hispanic. Yes. And that was back in 2014, so I know it's higher now. Okay, so that's the misconception that there's only white-skinned Latinos. There was no black people up there. They had a man up there in aluminum foil and a do-rag for no reason. <laughs> Who had on a do-rag? You did? Yo, your man did have on a do-rag, yo. Who was that? That was Rob Markman, right? Who was that? That was not Rob Markman. What's wrong with you? Oh, that was That was They had no black so you had Jocelyn up there on the Breakfast Club. You had Amara La Negra on the Breakfast Club. Both black Latinos. Miami is a diverse city with Latinos. It's not just white. Yo, let's be for real. Let's Latinos. be for real. Jocelyn R. Marilyn Negra, two lovely women. Neither one of them are big enough to be on the Super Bowl. No, not at all. Let's man. be for real. Yeah, yeah, come on, let's stop it now. Stop. J-Lo and Shakira stop. killed it. Hands down. It was a dope old, show. If there was anybody else that was 50 years old on a stripper pole, they would have got booed. You guys are just <laughs> letting her do that because she's, she's J-Lo. She just put out the movie Hustler. That was the whole tie into the movie Hustler. And she killed that part. I thought it was dope. When she took uh, Roger Rabbit's do-rag and wipe the stripper pole it. down. 
That was hard. That didn't happen. I didn't see that. You didn't see that part? No, you didn't. We we do got to be respectful of all different types of music, even if you're not familiar with it. They did put on a great show and a great performance. I thought it was amazing. Can I I say one other thing, too? Yes, Drum. Since when is it a thing that the people performing at the Super Bowl have to be from that city? That's not a thing. That's never been a thing. I didn't say it was. Hey, but okay, but a lot of that, when you had, uh, you said Uncle Luke? Said yes. that you had a lot of people giving back, and that was never a thing. Now I do agree. In certain cities, you should have representation. If you do it in Atlanta, Atlanta's such a rich, uh, city musical. New York didn't musically. have that kind of representation. New York though. should have, okay, because it's but such a rich musical. It. Miami should have, but I mean, I like. Listen, I like the performance last. But did they say they didn't say? Did they say they asked Jay Z to do it, and he said no? Now I don't think it was for this Super Bowl. It was previously. I thought it was for the New York one. I thought, but they I asked Jay Z, and then he they wanted him to bring out Kanye, Kanye and, Rihanna and Rihanna and do Run yeah. This Town. That's why he said no. He said you get me. Drum is hot right I'm now. Just, right, let's, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines. Calm down, Drum. <laughs> drum, say something. Say Dominican, Dominican, Dominican. Say where pa. Say something. You're going to calm down over there, too. Right? I'm going to cut everybody's mic off today. Go to phone lines. What's the, what's the, uh, listen, I'm all for being respectful of other people's culture, yes. other people's music, and especially big superstars like that. And I do think it's great that they did bring attention mm-hmm. to artists from the Latin culture that people might not have otherwise known. So we they can't, Why, why can't on. we have a moment? I don't like. Yeah. Damn, you Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we're talking about the halftime Super Bowl performance. Dramos, you okay? I'm all right, man. Dramos Puerto Rican. He's mm-hmm. on board up. He is super excited this morning, as he should be. I thought that the Super Bowl halftime performance last night was great. It was. Uh, Drum put me onto a lot of things politically that I missed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go back and watch it with a, with a, with a new eye. But drama is really letting these people rile him yeah. up because they didn't like some of the people didn't like the performance. It's, I, ju- it's just crazy. I mean, we have a moment and nobody they, we can't be celebrated like that. We have a moment. Celebrating we are celebrating. They did a great job. Shakira killed it. Mm-hmm. J Lo killed it. I thought it was amazing. Welcome to our world, drama. Okay. This is what happens when you get some representation and people don't like uh, your representation on that stage. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> He's going to back off now. Go to Uno. <laughs> <laughs> go to Uno. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Al from Virginia. What's up, bro? What did you think about the halftime performance? I thought it was mediocre at best, man. I think that we overlooked um, the actual performance because the women look so good. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm an 80s baby, so I saw Michael Jackson, saw Prince, even what Beyonce did. I don't even think that measures up to none of those performances. I don't think this is something that we can look back and be like, yo, that's dope. You gonna piss now, I off? thought, I I thought they did a great job. I thought they were amazing. Do I give it more to Beyonce? It might be because I identify with that more. And she did an amazing job as well. So I would still say Beyonce's was above this. But I thought Shakira and Beyonce, like that, I mean, Shakira and J-Lo, that's going to make me go look up some more music by J Balvin, by Bad Bunny. I thought that was great. Drum, go to line number dos. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? DJ MV, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. What's up, bro? Good morning. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Good morning. Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace, King. I love you too, King. What did you think about the halftime performance, bro? Man, I think the performance was amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that, you know, people are recognizing that Spanish people got talent. 
just like everybody else. And in fact, I think we're exactly the same as, uh, you know, African-Americans. We all the same, just a little lighter, like a, a cake on turn, brother. And not always, though. People come in all different shades, both African-American okay. and Hispanic, all different shades. I also would like to say that Shakira and J-Lo are two huge artists. So it's not like they haven't been getting the respect out here. I mean, they were on the Super right. Bowl halftime show. That's why stage. they were on the Super Bowl halftime yeah. show, yeah. I mean, what's better than watching the game, enjoying food with your family, and watching two beautiful women, women perform, man? Yeah, I thought I it agree. was very enjoyable. It wasn't boring. It was, you know, it was exciting. I, I love when so J-Lo cool. brought her daughter out to sing. That was dope. Oh, I thought that was amazing. My kids loved it. I thought it was a great show. Well, let's go even, to one more line. I don't even know. Go to Uno's, uh, Line Thress. <laughs> <laughs> line Thress. Hello, who's this? My name is Tania from Miami. Hey, what did you think? What do you think about the show? Representing Miami, what do you think? I think they did a great job. I think the collaboration was perfect. I think that the stunts was amazing. I think J Lo on the poll highlighted the movie that she just did yes. this past year. I think that the Puerto Rico flag was perfect. It brought awareness to Puerto Rico and what's mm-hmm. going on there still that nobody really realized. But I think they did a great job. And I mean, besides that, of course, I would have wanted Trick and Trina. Yes. And, you know, Bob Greasy, 12 Lynn. I would have wanted all of them, but, you know, you got to make it tasteful with J Lo and Shakira. You know, that's the way they had to do it. Uncle Luke would have been great, too. Hello, Rick know, Ross. Yes, Rick Ross, everybody. Bob, uh, Bob Greasy, Iceberg, everybody would have been perfect. Gunplay. <laughs> exactly. Everybody would have been perfect, but that's what it is. Flow Rider. Florida could have did it. Boy, that would have been Rock Nation's grand opening, grand closing when it came to them Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. halftime performances. The hood would have loved it. The streets would have loved it. But it would have been a wrap for them ever uh, producing a Super Bowl halftime performance show ever again. <laughs> All right, let's go to one more line. Charlamagne. What's, What's four? What's four, drama? No. I don't know four. Cinco. Cuatro. Line cuatro. 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 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who said cinco? I you. did, by accident. I One of those stairs, cuatro. Cuatro, I'm sorry. I take the call, man. Come on. Hello, who's this? Damn. <laughs> Talking to us so crazy. <laughs> Muevelo. South Florida. Hey. Hello. What did you think you? about the halftime performance? <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. Personally, I'm from South Florida, so I felt like where was, you know, Pitbull or even Flo Rida himself, like somebody Pitbull should have been on that stage. What yeah, about Pitbull, Java? Yeah, so why you say no to Pitbull, Pitbull Latino, no, he's Cuban, right? Pitbull. Yeah, he's Latino. And of course, he deserves to be on that stage. But again, they elevated the next generation. Pitbull is not representing no, this new generation. Like the, Pitbull is like huge. No, what? that was like the okay. And then what was? Right what is it when Beyonce's performing? I don't understand. Why when you the, keep bringing Beyonce? Where's the representation for us when that's happening? I'm not complaining when, when no, it's Beyonce what? on there. Pitbull ain't. What are you he's talking about? Pitbull is Latino. Pitbull is Cuban and Latino. Okay, but here's the whole thing, Jamal. What is wrong with you? You already had the commercial red? The commercial representation happens with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Then now they gave their platform to that next generation. You should be able to respect that. The fact they brought up the next generation and gave them Dramas. a huge look. I, you need, you to, I need you to calm down. I'm just saying. You Bugs are turning yeah. And Jay Balenciaga. Big artists. Yeah, but not commercially. You're giving them that. You know how many people are Googling Bad Bunny and J Balvin now because of this? Jamos, so you don't think Jamos. people should have got a look? What? Saturday Boca. <laughs> Siente te. Let's that move on. Too, too obvious. Pippo, of course, deserves to hey, be on there. He's up to that caliber. You heard what Angela said. Since since Siente la boca. Siente Whatever. 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 Moral of the story. <laughs> Whatever we're doing over here. What's the moral of the story? <laughs> I think the moral of the story is diversity matters. 
Okay, because Drum is very, very happy. Very, a lot yeah. of the Latino community is very, very happy. I thought it was a great performance. I enjoyed it. I like being exposed to other coaches. I don't see the problem. That's, my, that's my personal. Drum, you okay? I, I like that. Thank you. Now, okay. y'all trying to ruin my day. This is why I can't no. so happy. Yo, Yo, I'm yeah. having the best time ever. Y'all trying to ruin my day right now. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Drum ready to have a diversity meeting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. Well, what we got coming up? I wouldn't mind seeing Fat Joe up there. Yeah, what's wrong with Fat Joe? Nothing is wrong with it, but you're missing the point. I thought you was about to say, nothing can stop me. <laughs> well, hello, <laughs> where <are> you? <laughs> crazy. Goodness gracious. All right. Now, this I don't like to see. French Montana versus 50 Cent. The two of them back and forth. What really happened? French Montana posted a video himself. We'll give you the scoop. Oh, boy. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Right, I'm so sorry, Latino community. Why are you being sorry? What you do? I know our board of dramos is embarrassing. What it's, happened? It's not good representation for y'all community. I know. Stop it. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. I apologize. Somebody been hitting me. They've been hitting me on Instagram saying, what's Dramos' Instagram? What's Dramos' Instagram? Give it's pretty him, easy to find. Give Jason DJ Lee. Give Dramos. Jason Lee the Instagram. <laughs> Shut up. DJ Dramos. Now, let's get to the rumors. <laughs> let's talk 50 verse French Montana. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, there was a rumor that there was a French Montana versus 50 Cent altercation in Miami. That was at Miami's 11 nightclub. Reportedly, they said that fight took place on January 31st. The club was hosting Snoop and 50. And somebody had said on Twitter, 50 Cent allegedly punched French Montana at a club last night in Miami. Well, French feels like 50 is the one spreading this rumor. And here's what he went on social media, posted a whole video of himself in a Fendi robe. And this is what he said. I went to the club you was hosting. You heard I was coming. You walked out the back. You was in the car. I wish you would touch me. You run to the blogs the next day. I wasn't even going to say nothing about it. But look at my face, though. I ain't going to talk no more. And tell them how you was in the car. You never came out the car. You forgot I'm the one that started Cocaine City DVD. I'm the one that you supposed to getting beat up. You forgot who I am. Do that you with, dinosaur? Then he goes on to say that 50 paid for his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. And then he talks about Meek. He said, first it was Dream Chasers. I saw Meek. We laughed about it. Now this. You're a rat. And if you watch your video, your people went to the cops at the end of your party that I came to find you and you ran. So... Nobody on earth can make me mad enough to go live and yell at the phone or explain myself to my phone. It's not happening. Yeah, and I the just, whole thing is 50 BC is so unbothered by yeah. everything. It's kind of like, friends, you were in a bad situation, you know, just health-wise. I want him to just leave this alone and move on and yeah, concentrate. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't understand, you know, stand it. It's Super Bowl weekend. You know, 50 was hosting at the club. Why? Why even? Why even put yourself in a predicament to be into an altercation and fight? I don't, you know, I don't know what happened, but I just, just don't know. Like, French, you got hit records. You got amazing things happening. You got your schools going. All that stuff you're doing. This is the last thing that needs to be happening. What happened right to now? the love? Just last week when Kobe Bryant passed away, everybody was all kumbaya and let's hug and make amends with people and yada yada yada. Now a week later, y'all back on the BS. All right, well, let's talk about Mace responding to Diddy's Grammy speech. Now, here's what Diddy said. In the great words of Erica Badu, we are artists and we are sensitive about our shit. We are passionate. For most of us, this is all we got. This is our only hope. Truth be told, hip-hop has never been respected by the Grammys. 
And it's not just going on in music, it's going on in film, it's going on in sports, it's going on around the world. And for years we've allowed institutions that have never had our best interests at heart to judge us. And that stops right now. Well, then Mace responded. He posted a picture of Meek Mill and Meek Mill's uh, Twitter post. What's up with all these different race men? Got all these young black kids and slave contracts in the music business. Come get with us. You need help fixing your situation. Dream Chasers times Rock Nation is literally stealing. Now we found something we can get rich off. And Mace wrote in his caption, at Diddy. I heard your Grammy speech about how you are now for the artists and about how the artists must take back control. So I will be the first to take that initiative. He goes on to say that he gave Diddy his publishing 24 years ago and got $20,000 for that publishing. That's crazy. He said, which makes me never want to work with you as any artist wouldn't after you know someone is robbing you and tarnishing your name when you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model. And so he said, however, people would always ask what's up with me. So I would be forced to still perform to not look crazy when I was getting peanuts and the robbery would continue. He goes on to say, um, to add insult, you keep screaming black excellence and love, but I know love isn't free. So I offered you two million cash just a few days ago to sell me back my publishing as his biggest artist alive that always show you respect for giving me an opportunity at 19. Your response was, if I can match what the European guy offered him, that would be the only way I can get it back or else I can wait until I'm 50 years old and it will revert back to me from when I was 19 years old. So... He's trying to get himself out of that Why deal. y'all say I was crazy to buy Mace Publishing for $20,000 back then? Mace wasn't an established star back then yet. He wasn't, but he, the fact that he bought it for 20000 and Mace has put up so many different numbers. Has, yeah, but that was, before, records, that was before the numbers, Puff, though. That's when, the whole, that's, that's when Puff started his bad boy publishing company. Yeah, but that was when he was 19. Mace is about 40-something years old. I don't he, know. What do y'all think? Who's right and who's wrong here? Does You did sign a contract, and then in that contract, your rights revert back to you at the age of 50. But... Seeing what a big star he he is, you know, that he became that at he that was, time, yeah. shouldn't you have said, let's renegotiate this to make it more fair? I heard he did, though. Like, listen, I'm all for black people supporting black people, but we got to talk business, okay? The, the, the word is Mace renegotiated his contract after his first album, and he got this huge advance, and then he bounced. So doesn't Mace technically owe Diddy some money? So if you owe me money, I want that money, and you, then you can buy your publishing back. But I'm not going to, you know, uh, uh, just, just sell you your publishing with the money that you technically owe me. Well, I'm sure you can't buy your publishing with the money you technically owe me. I'm sure Diddy is going to respond at some point, but I'm not sure who's right and who's wrong. This is wrong. definitely, it's definitely like you said, it's definitely business. But if if you sign your way, you're publishing for twenty thousand dollars. Now let's be let's be at real. 19. Twenty thousand dollars and nineteen is absolutely positively nothing. But like Charlemagne said, if I give you a huge advance because yes. your first album did amazing, and then I reneg- and you, you, nev- and you never you renegotiate it, and then you never put the album out, and then you retired from rap, yes, and I made I never I didn't make another dime off. Come you on, you after owe me. I invested all this money into you. This is business, and you know it, it's hey, this is business at the end of the day. You can't buy your publishing back with money that you owe me. I don't know the ins and outs of the contract, but it sounds like, like he said, yeah, if I invested, I, you know, people got to understand, he invested money in Mace and yep. building Mace and making Mace a brand. The reason Mace is able to perform right now at the age of 40, when he has his last album, 44. you know what, 20, 44, whatever it was, yeah. when his last came out 20 years ago, is because they built that brand and that costs money. Well, maybe we can discuss this later, but in the meantime, that is your rumor report. Yes. All right. Thank you, Miss. And if you got a problem with me, don't be on stage with me smiling and dancing and showing all your teeth for the past 20 plus years. You know what I mean? No, like, don't, that's what I don't understand. 
you still got to get the money, though. That's why you probably how he feels. He says, you know, we still got to make this money. We, we, we can make money together, but business is effed up. But anyway, Charlamagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, it's an injustice going on in Detroit that we have to talk about, okay? Uh, I need, what's the name of this police department? I need the, uh, what is the name of this police department called? Oh, the Macomb, Macomb County Prosecutor's Office to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. And I would really like to know what listeners think about this, too. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, February 3rd goes to the Macomb County Prosecutor's Office in Detroit. Uh, Detroit, what up, though? There's a case in Detroit right now where a 52-year-old woman named Ulette Wedgworth is being charged with a crime that she shouldn't be charged with, okay? What's the station of Detroit? 97.9, JLB. Salute to JLB. Drop on the clues bombs for WJLB in Detroit. What's up, Bill Black? What up, Bushman? How y'all? Now, listen, Detroit. An injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And this is one of those times where an injustice is happening, okay? You let Wedgworth is being charged with aggravated assault, a misdemeanor punishable by up to a year in jail and a $1,000 fine. And I think she shouldn't be getting charged with anything. Her charges should be dropped, okay? Would you like to know what happened? Well, let's go to WXYZ ABC7 Detroit for the report, please. Bizarre case of a woman busted for biting off part of a man's tongue. She's facing charges of aggravated assault over the kiss that put a man in the hospital. 52-year-old Ulette Wedgworth from Detroit. Ulette, seen here in her mugshot, was visiting a friend's apartment in Centerline on Tuesday. A man who we're told quickly turned into a victim. Our defendant told our victim not to stick his tongue in her mouth, and he did, and she didn't like it, so she bit the tip of his tongue off, clean off. When police showed up, they did recover a piece of the tongue in the bedroom. I don't know the status of, of whether or not it was reattached, but everyone's alive and we've charged her with a crime. What's bizarre about this? Why did they say this was bizarre? What's the problem? I wish I knew this young man's name so I could include him in this donkey. All I hear when I listen to this news report is evidence of why consent matters. She asked you not to put your tongue in her mouth, and you did it anyway. She warned you. You got what you deserved. Where is the justice for this 52-year-old woman? Where are the feminists and women's support groups to come to the aid of this lady? All right, stop sending mixed messages about consent. No means no. If a woman tells you not to do something in the bedroom and you do it anyway, that's a charge waiting to happen. All this Me Too, Time's Up movement we've been witnessing the past few years and men still don't know what consent is, I would assume that since she told him, don't put your tongue in my mouth, and he did anyway, for her to bite his tongue off, uh, well, for, and she did it anyway, that's a form of sexual assault, so therefore her biting his tongue off is a form of self-defense. So why is this young lady you let Wedgworth in jail? I'm telling you, if the body part was switched... We would be looking at this situation totally different. Imagine this man would have asked her for some oral sex. All right? If this man would have asked for some oral sex and she said no, and then he tried to put his penis in her mouth and she bit the tip of that off, she'd be looked at as a hero. So what's the difference between a tongue and a penis in this situation? Envy, what's the difference between a tongue and a penis? <laughs> not going to answer that. <laughs> Play the news report again because I want to make sure I'm not tripping. Bizarre case of a woman busted for biting off part of a man's tongue. She's facing charges of aggravated assault over the kiss that 
put a man in the hospital. 52-year-old Ulet Wedgworth from Detroit. Ulet, seen here in her mugshot, was visiting a friend's apartment in Centerline on Tuesday. A man who we're told quickly turned into a victim. Our defendant told our victim not to stick his tongue in her mouth, and he did, and she didn't like it, so she bit the tip of his tongue off, clean off. When police showed up, they did recover a piece of the tongue in the bedroom. I don't know the status of, of whether or not it was reattached, but everyone's alive and we've charged her with a crime. Yeah, am I tripping? She told him, don't put your tongue in my mouth, and he did it anyway. She defended herself. That's what I would think, right? That's okay. what it feels like. Listen, uh, I don't think I'm tripping. I'm convinced that uh, this woman is should not be in jail. Uh, please give that man in the Macomb County Prosecutor's Office the biggest hee-haw. <laughs> Yeah, she was. that was self-defense. It feels like it should be self-defense. Why is this woman being charged? I gave you a warning, told you not to do something. You did it. I reacted. Steve, yeah, why that, are you that, making that face? I'm just wondering how he still got the tongue in the mouth, though. How did he get his like, tongue in her mouth? Like, Don't victim blame here. They could have been talking to each other up close, and he just how, went in for it. But anyway, okay, Steve. All right, Steve. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about this. Solomon, thank you for that donkey well, today. Well, I want to answer Steve's question. Uh, she probably gave consent to kiss but told him not to put the tongue in the mouth. So he did that on his own. He slipped to the tongue. Yes. All right, so let's, mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's ask the question. Yeah. Should she be charged? No, she should not. I don't it's think she should be charged at all. It's clear self-defense. Right. 800 Five eight five one zero five one. Should this lady be charged? Really, she, he might need to be charged. Yeah, she bit, if it she was, bit the man's tongue off, if it and was he a, deserved it. If it was a penis, she'd be getting looked at as a hero. So you got to look at the tongue the same way you look at the penis, right, Envy? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Are you kinky this morning? You missed me, son. nothing to do with me and kinky. I'm having a conversation. Why'd you ask you that question? Grow huh? up. Why you ask me? Envy, grow Listen, up. Listen, I'm not trying to get in the middle grow of what up. you guys have going on every morning. You should grow up. <laughs> Okay, Call us up, up right Andy. now. I'm just Grow thankful. I'm in a safe Grow zone for myself <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> I want a safe zone to you. How about that? Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Stop Club. Stop your pants. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the data who? The Macomb County uh, Prosecutor's Office. Uh, there's a case right now. Um, I think it's in Detroit. I know it's in Michigan where a 52-year-old woman named Ulette Wedgworth is being charged with uh, aggravated assault. And the reason she's being charged with aggravated assault is because she was with a guy. The guy asked to tongue kiss her. She said no. The guy did it anyway, so she bit the guy's tongue off. I think this is an injustice, a total injustice. I think that if she told this man no... Uh, then that means that she did not give consent. Therefore, if he did it anyway, she's defending herself by biting his tongue off. And if it was another body part, like a penis, she'd be looked at as a hero. So we should look at it the same way with the tongue. All right, so let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you think this woman should be charged? Hell no, that's self-defense. I don't think she should be charged at all. You should ask the woman in the room. Andy. I'm about to. Yee, what do you uh, think? I think he should be charged. I think she was defending herself. She specifically said, don't do this. And I don't know how threatened she felt at that time or what, but it probably caught her off guard. She did what she had to do. And really, he should have heeded what she told him. Do not do this. Okay. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? My name is Polo from Detroit. Polo, what up? What up, though? What up, though? So we're asking, do you think this woman should be charged? Yes. Why? 
and I'm gonna be the um, person in the room that disagrees with everybody. If okay. you was in the bedroom already, because the, the news report said that she clearly went over his house. She was already in the bedroom, meaning they was about to engage in something. They was kissing. They was already previously kissing. She may have said it, don't put your tongue in my mouth, but she's already kissing. So then he slipped his tongue in, then she bite it off. I understand you flipped the script and said, hey, what if it was a penis? If she's already giving him oral sex, I don't give her the right to bite the tip off. Um, no, not, not not if she said to him, "Don't, I'm not doing oral sex on you," and the man puts his penis in her mouth or near her mouth anyway. Kissing. So you're saying well, like he, he you're saying, you, but you know, if you're in the you, you know, know, if you're in the process of having sex and you say, "I don't want to do this," you yes. do have to stop. A woman can say no at any given moment during sex, sir. Uh, any 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 moment during intimacy, a woman can say no, and if you keep going, you are raping her. A guy can say no too, and, and you are raping him too. It's both both ways. Uh, it don't work both ways because if a guy say no, it's not rape. It's it's, it's, it's called something else. But I can't say that on air. Uh, if a guy what, says what no, it, it's what is it called? Rape. <laughs> what is it called? You sir have clearly never called? been raped. I don't know by what's guy. going on here. I mean, a man uh, at an older age, I don't think a woman can wait rape a man. You know. All right, I mean? we're getting into the okay, weeds right, on this conversation. Let's keep you. it where we need, let's keep it where we need to I don't keep know, it. What just happened? Hello, who's this? Lashante. Hey, Lashante. Should this woman be charged? No, she shouldn't. Okay, what do you think so should happen? Have, we don't have um, any self-defense laws in Michigan, though. Really? Really? No, we don't. Even against so, sexual assault? Against anything, we have no self-defense laws. I didn't know that. Okay. Thank you, yeah. Mama. Is that true? I don't know. I got to do some research. <laughs> All right. Hello, who's this? Uh, my name is Lance Starks from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm going to give a shout-out to Bud Crawford and talk about this situation. Bud! Okay. Now we're talking. Should this lady be charged, bro? Yeah, um, it depends on the situation. If the lady kissed the man and then he did it, I think she should be charged. But if she said, don't stick your tongue in my mouth, and he just grabbed her and did it, then I could, you know, she don't need to be charged. Yeah, but even if y'all even if y'all kissing, you know, I can say. She gave you specific say, instructions. Yeah, don't tongue kiss me. Well, you know, the, the crazy part about that is think about it. Some women, no means yes. What? Let him go. Let him go. No, it means no to me. Oh my God! Listen, no, 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 I don't care. No does not mean yes. But it depends on if she was kissing him and he did it. If he grabbed her and did it, she do not need to be charged. Let me give you some advice. If a woman tells you no, just take that as a no. Yes. Okay. No no means no to me. So why does it not mean no to other people? Because some some women are like that. They some women to get mad if they say stop and you stop. I'm just being real. Listen, I'm just, I'm just for lying. everybody out there, if a woman tells you stop, just stop, please. That's right. You better listen, to the, words. You better listen to the words that are coming out of her mouth. And I, I'm like that. I'm 100% hey, agreeing with Hey, you. stop. <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you, man. All right. 800-585-1051. Charlemagne gave donkey today to who? The Macomb County Police Department. I believe that's in Detroit because they arrested this young lady named Ulette Wedgworth and they're charging her with aggravated assault all because she told a man... Don't tongue kiss me, and the man did it anyway, so she bit off the tip of his tongue. Goodness gracious. All right, should she be charged? That is the question. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Charlemagne gave Donkey of the Day to who? Uh, Donkey of the Day went to the Macomb County Prosecutor's Office. I believe they're in Detroit. Uh, they, they arrested a young woman named Yolette Wedgworth. Well, not young, but she's 52 years old, and she's being charged with aggravated assault because she was with a guy. She told the guy not to put his tongue in her mouth, and the guy did it anyway, so she bit the tip of the guy's tongue off. Mm-mm. So we're asking, should she be charged? Hello, who's this? It's Drunk. 
We're asking, should this uh, young lady be charged or this woman be charged? Yeah, first of all, what's up, everybody? What's up, Envy? What's up, Yee? What's up, Charlamagne? What's, what's up? What's up, Mike? What's up, my brother? How are you? I'm good, man. Hey, I say she need to be charged. Cause this like you made the analogy, right, Charlamagne, as far as... The tongue and the penis. penis. Whatnot, right? Yes. Huh? Yes. Yeah, it's just like you. Uh, she say, okay, you can rub, you can rub the penis on it, but you can't what? stick it in. That's it right. Be a liar this is uncomfortable. It got to be a liar somewhere. No, but if she tell you to rub, you know the, if mean? if she tell you that you can rub your penis in her vagina, but you can't stick it in, then you you can't stick it in. You can only dry hump. That's oh, it. Man. Come on, man. It got to be a liar somewhere. That now, is the lie. She say, no, you can't do it. And if you don't you feel like going there, then you get up and leave. <laughs> y'all got a See, I wish the vagina had teeth. So when you rubbing it on there and she tell you not to put it in, you put it anyway, you get the, the tip of your penis bit off by them vagina lips with teeth. Hello, who's this? <laughs> this is Crystal. Hey, Crystal, you think this uh, woman should be charged? No, no, absolutely not. I really feel like there's more to the story. Like, we're missing something. For her to just bite his tongue off, like, that's weird, but I don't think she should be charged for it. Certain things in life require a extreme emotional response. Maybe the next time he goes to kiss somebody, he, he'll listen. Somewhat, no means no. Yes, I feel like she was just defending herself. No means no. Exactly. So, no, she should not be charged. He right. should be charged, if anything. That's what I say. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is no means no. A woman has the right to say no at any time during sexual activity. And she has the right to consent and then change her mind. And there's nothing you can do about that unless you just want to catch a charge. No means no, damn it. All right. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Javante Davis. There's a video that surfaced online of him at a basketball game with his uh, child's mother. And we'll tell you what he did that has people up in arms. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You know I ain't come to play this turn me up. I'm snapping off the rip. Yo, say I'm a favorite. Huh. You probably don't want to let your baby mama take a picture. Because I'm the type of baby that's going to f*** the baby's head. I just did a show and put up laughing on the hate news. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk boxer Javante. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. The tank. Oh my God. All right, Javante Davis. Now, there's video footage of him there at a charity basketball game, and he goes up to his uh, children's mother and basically grabs her up and then kind of pulls her by her collar and makes her leave. So we don't know exactly what happened uh, to cause that, but it did look very alarming. That video looked lame as hell. Javante, you better than that, my brother. Like, no woman should get you to that point where you feel like you have to put hands on her, not to mention you got a lot to lose, and nobody's going to want to be in business with a person who looks like they abuse women. Yeah, I don't know what could have possibly happened that he felt like he needed to rush up to her like that. Now he posted, I never once hit her. Yeah, I was aggressive and told her, come on, that's the mother of my child. I would never hurt her other than that happy New Year's. January was trash. And that's his no, explanation. What you did in that video was trash, Gervonta. And I, I don't understand why, like, I'm sure his team probably did tell him that after the fact because 
you know. Everybody told him, and he did delete everything off of his Instagram page yeah. after that because a lot of people were coming at him. But that is unacceptable behavior, and that should not be okay. And I don't care what happened. There's no reason for you to grab a woman up like that. And to feel like that's not abusive, that is still abusive. That is definitely abusive. And, it is. And, and jacking a woman up like that, that's the worst time to be labeled as a prodigy of Floyd Mayweather. Okay. All right, now let's discuss Meg Thee Stallion and G-Eazy. Some people feel like maybe they are dating. There's a video of the two of them getting very cozy together, and uh, they were at the club together. Then he kisses her on the cheek and so on and so forth. So I don't know if they're just... Flirty, you know, flirty, 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 right? Yeah. Or if it really is something. But speaking of G-Eazy, Halsey was performing during a concert, a Super Bowl, pre-Super uh, Bowl concert in Miami, and she was being harassed while she was on stage, and this is what happened. Oh, God, if you say G-Eazy one more time, I'll Damn, why y'all losing y'all cool over y'all significant others and ex-significant others and baby mamas and stuff like that this weekend? What was in the water in Miami this weekend? See, the problem with that is every concert and every show now, they're going to do that just to see that reaction. Well, she posted, don't ever let someone make you feel crazy or unhinged because you're a woman standing up for yourself. Don't tolerate disrespect in the name of being nice. All I, I got you. from that is that if she was a Meg Thee Stallion fan, she's not anymore. <laughs> That's what you got from that? I mean, who knows what's happening with the two of them. Okay, PMB Rock, he was reportedly arrested, and that was for DUI. According to these reports, he flipped over his BMW during a street race, and that was in Burbank, California. That happened last week. He was uh, racing his white BMW sedan and a silver Rolls Royce Wraith, and they said they were reaching speeds near 100 miles per hour. And the crash happened shortly after the race began. They said a female passenger escaped with only minor injuries. And PNB Rock did allegedly hit three cars before his BMW flipped on the side. So mm -hmm. he was later released on a $100,000 bail. You gotta be careful, guys. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Well, you can't race in the streets, man. Come on now. All right, Terry Crews has apologized to Gabrielle Union, and that is for his comments that he made about America's Got Talent. If you remember, Gabrielle Union says that she experienced racism, sexism, and a lot of people did support her, but Terry Crews was not one of them. Remember, he said this. First of all, I can't speak for sexism because I'm not a woman, but I can't speak on behalf of any racism comments that was never my experience on America's Got Talent. In fact, it was the most diverse place I have ever been in my 20 years of entertainment. When you look at what the allegations are about, it was given by an unnamed source. Uh, my thing is, you know, it's funny because I believe you should listen to women. You should always believe women. So I asked my wife. My wife said, well, if she hasn't made a statement, why would you? Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to her. Well, now Terry Crews is backpedaling and he's apologizing. He said, I told Kevin Hart a while ago he needed to acknowledge the pain of other people. Right now I have to do the same thing. I want to apologize for the comments I made. I realize there are a lot of black women hurt and let down by what I said and also by what I didn't say. I hear you. I respect you and understand you. I am sorry and I am here to support you. I spoke from my own personal point of view without first taking into consideration someone else's experience. I allowed disrespectful comments directed at me and my family to cause me to react and angrily instead of responding thoughtfully. So he goes on to at Gabrielle Union and say, I want you to know it was never my intention to invalidate your experience, but this is what I did. I apologize. I think that he needs to get on a, a public platform the same way he got on that, what was that, the Today Show? Today Show. You need to be on a platform that big and, and say that. And Dwayne Wade says, somebody please take Terry Crews' phone. That was his response. I haven't seen Gabrielle Union respond yet. And the best apology is change behavior as well, so... 
All right, now, Pastor Troy, if you uh, recall, let's recap this story. Last week, he was upset about Little Nas X's pink Versace outfit at the Grammys. He said, well, guess I won't be winning a Grammy if this is what I got to wear. They love to push this ish on our kids. The other day, Applebee's had some punks kissing and laughing, eating mozzarella sticks. First thing my 14-year-old son said was, F Applebee's, and it brought joy to my heart. So he goes on to talk about black men, especially, and the agenda to take away the masculinity. Well, he did go on The Morning Hustle, and he addressed those comments. Here's what he said. That's what people need to learn, how to be all in control and demand other thoughts and command things instead of praying on them. I command my son to be grow up to be a man. In your eyes, are you saying that when you see a gay man, he's not, that makes him less of a man because he's gay? No, I'm talking about gay? my son's going to be a heterosexual black man. But, the, but there's some things you can't control right. because like I mean because like so you there's saying some things when, that you can control but, too but, but, I'm but, there I'm putting into his life I'm being an example for him he's but, watching me but Troy there are a lot of people there ain't no buts about my household soldier style you and we don't that. play that over there Eek. You can't control what your kids become no you can have preferences you know what I'm saying you can not want your kids to be and if you try to repress that imagine how harmful that is if your child uh, knows, okay, this is what I feel, but I can't even express myself because my dad will be so upset and mad at me. I just know if your kids are going to be homosexual, they're going to be homosexual. Right. And, and there's nothing you can do. You're just control. making it harder for, you know, not saying that you know what's going on, but you can't tell them. And then you're also teaching them and ingraining in them to not be accepting of other people. All right. He goes on to say that he does have, uh, has taken pictures with people who are gay. So he's not homophobic. I'm not, I'm not I'm not homophobic at all. You know what I mean? Much as I trip out with Gary with the T over the years. I've been yeah. doing this for 20 years. This is the first time we're having this conversation about me. But mm -hmm. that's like saying I have pictures. a black friend if you're a white, no, like, No, 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 Trump. no, 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 no. <laughs> 20 years I've been in this rap game. I done took more pictures with gays, transvestites, all of that, man, because it's my not my concern. You know what I mean? What you are, what you do. You know what I mean? You like the music, take a picture, that's fine. I'm not mad at him for having a preference, though. Like, if he doesn't want his kids to be homosexual, I don't know if that necessarily makes him homophobic. Like, he may not want them to have to, to, to bear that burden. Sometimes yeah, being black is goes, hard enough. But I think it's more what he said about, um, this is what I have to do to win a Grammy, and then he's upset about an Applebee's commercial. Oh, yeah, and, I forgot about it. I mean, there's a lot going on here. It's not You're just... Right. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Can I make one final point about Javante Davis, too? Mm -hmm. Like, he knows damn well if somebody did that to his daughter in the future, he would be trying to take their head off. So you just got to treat someone else's daughter with the same respect you would want somebody to treat yours, okay? I don't want anyone to think that what Javante Davis did is okay because it's not. And, and, and you have to acknowledge it, too, because then that means that if you don't think you did anything wrong, mm -hmm. you're going to keep on doing it. And there's never a reason to be that aggressive with a woman you claim to love. If that's how you treat people you, you claim to love. Jesus Christ, how do you treat people you don't love? Right. And what is your kid going to think? All right, well, thank you for that rumor report. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, get your request in now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. That's right. Today's new black history legend is Kobe Bean Bryant. Now, sadly, Kobe was killed last week in a helicopter crash, but one of the things he left us with is a mentality called the Mamba mentality that we can all apply to our lives to be successful, and this is why he will live forever. Here, Kobe explains exactly what the Mamba mentality is. The Breakfast Club presents a new Black History Month legend. To sum up what Mamba mentality means, it means to be on a constant quest to try to be the best version of yourself. And when you hear someone like 
you know, Kyrie Irving saying that he needed to channel that Mamba mentality in the finals. I mean, what was, what, how do you feel? Well, I, I feel great about it because, it, you know, that means um, everything that I've done throughout my career, um, you know, it doesn't just stay in the history books. It doesn't just sit on a mantle in the form of trophies and gold medals. It means that that legacy has been passed on to the next generation. And that was another new Black History Month legend, courtesy of The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I want to shout to everybody out in Miami that came down for Super Bowl. Shout to 103.5 The Beat. Uh, shout to Pepsi. Shout to my iHeart family. I had an amazing time. My son's birthday is December 28th. For his birthday, he said he just wanted to go to the Super Bowl. He said he's, he's you know, he watches all the time, and that's all he wanted. So we took him out here for the Super Bowl. He got to meet a lot of his favorite uh, athletes. He worked out with Brandon Marshall. Uh, he met uh, everybody from Jay-Z to Meek Mill to the Migos. Uh, Post Malone, um, Shaquille O'Neal. He had a, a wonderful time. So shout to everybody out in Miami. We had a great time. Shout to Pepsi again. Shout to Derek. Shout to Jamie from iHeart. We had a, a lovely, amazing time. Thank you guys so much. And me and uh, Gia and Logan actually did 1942 shots for Gia's birthday also. So. Logan didn't drink. Not at all. Oh. All he had was You water. sure? I'm positive. Qu- question. Um, I-, I want the Breakfast Club to put this up as a poll. Um, I think I asked this earlier. Who you think got more male groupies? Jay-Z, Meek Mill, or Michael Rubin? Who you think got more male groupies out of those three? Mm. I don't know, but we got, Emmy, we got squeezed out of the VIP section very smooth. <laughs> Who squeezed y'all out? A bunch of men, I bet. That was Hov. It was Hov. Yeah. Yeah, it was Hov. Yep. Yeah, so we were um, in Dr. Oz's section with him. Uh-huh. And then Jay-Z's section was right next to him. But we were, me and Envy were kind of standing like um, more in Dr. Oz's section, but at the front. So we could like talk to people that weren't, you know, whatever. And the security just came and put the rope right behind Envy so that he was no longer in the set. He moved the rope from in front of Envy. <laughs> To behind him. You ain't yeah. talk, y'all ain't talked to Hov? It was actually besides me, and yes, I did talk to Hov. Oh. But you, this was before they walked over, and they just cleared the whole section out. But. Yeah, they could. And it, listen, let me tell you something. I can't do it. I'm not pushing past people to go over a rope. I just stayed my ass over there with Dr. Oz and did some shots with Dr. Oz. I don't think there's nobody who got more male groupies than Jay-Z, Meek Mill, and Michael Rubin. Mm. People be breaking their neck to take pictures with them three. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's about those three. <laughs> but shout out to Michael Rubin. His fanatics party is always a really great, fun party. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl had a good time, and it's nice that he always does invite all of us to come out and celebrate. And it is always, honestly, it really is a really fun party. Yeah, we had a good time. Shout out mm. to Michael Rubin. Had a great, great time, man. I, it was it was a great event, man. Ran into so many different people I haven't seen in a long time, and it's not stuffy. People actually have a good time, so it was really, really great. Yo, you know who Logan tried to try to kick it to? I wasn't mad at him. Who? Terrence J's ex. He did not try to kick it to. Yeah, he sure did. Golden Barbie. Who tried yes, to talk sure to Golden did. Barbie? Logan did. He definitely did. That's First South- of all, Logan is how old? 16. That's South Carolina. Okay, you said he right was 18, there. but I that's I, I, I had to say he was 18 to get him in the clubs. But, but that was that would be very illegal for Jasmine. Salute to Jasmine Sanders. She, she patted him on the head. He says, when you get a little when you get a little older, honey, when you get a little older. And I wasn't mad at the young man. Not at all. But anyway. I don't know. You might have turned him out this weekend. <laughs> like, he, was, he was good. All right, now, what, 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 you got a positive note? Charlotte? Why are you stuttering? <laughs> yeah, the positive, is, the positive note is this, man. Um, it comes from President Barack Obama on this beautiful Black History Month. Always remember, change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek.
Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?